Just give everyone a minute to burn off the cares of the world off their spirit, soul, and flesh. Everything you're dealing with in your life, give it to the Holy Ghost and the fresh fire of heaven. Cast your cares, for he cares about you. As they say in German, muy excelente. <laughs> Do you guys believe the scriptures? That he saved the best for last? I know you do. Thank you, Jesus, for getting through us and to us. He's not going to be held back. He will have a people exactly like himself. And he loves producing ones after his own kind, the tree of life. It is entirely cosmic, but there is a ladder on earth into the heavens. He would never require perfection unless it was available. And though the religious have made it difficult to find hiding doors, hiding windows, hiding keys, hiding revelations, covering them up with dirt and dust in the heavens and the earth, this righteous remnant will reveal the door to the Father, the sheep gate of the Lamb of God, His blood, his spirit and his water so that anyone who wants to rise and be whole can do so without restriction when Jesus of Nazareth went around doing good under the power of the anointing of the Holy Spirit destroying all the works of the devil he said rise up and be made whole Man and woman in their current state in the earth is sick, wretched, poor, blind, naked, and miserable. But as you rise up, you are made whole and holy. In the earthly, there's unholiness. In the heavenly, there is true holiness. Jesus brought his disciples up a mountain and revealed his holiness. They couldn't see it down below. They were blinded by just the casual comforts of life. Seeing another Jew, another rabbi. There's rabbis everywhere. Every town was full of rabbis. What was different it was the revealing of the celestial when they went up 
the mountain. No other rabbi in Israel could take his students up the mountain and reveal his angelic celestial state so bright the Bible records that it was brighter than bleach could brighten clothing and the radiance of his face shone in all clarity and brightness the Bible says as the sun as the S-U-N and then on top of that a voice spoke from heaven (laughs) over the brightness of the radiance of his face to his students and you're in that class right now the class of glory and he's speaking to you as to his students which means as to children and you are the children of God only if you are students amen what is a good teacher still a good student what's a bad teacher stop being a student long ago stubborn know-it-all pride filled I already got it I'm not learning anything else can't teach an old dog new tricks nonsense and you know those are bad teachers all over the place in bad schools but there are good teachers in good schools and it is because they remain children or because they remain students truth anyhow so as you stay students even though you've learned so much in Christianity so much knowledge so much earthly so much even charismatic as you go up the mountain there is a renewal of the childlikeness of being a student of the Shekinah glory can you listen to me tonight there is a renewal of your youth like an eagle it is written I shall renew you (laughs) times of renewal have come from the Lord of heaven the Lord of glory is his name amen you need your student ID card updated it's long expired you probably threw it away because it's like now I'm so mature now I've been around so long I've already learned so much I've been through so many schools the word of the Lord to all y'all tonight is renew your student IDs (laughs) come up the mountain and live in awe of his splendor like little children looking at God for the very first time I've already seen God I had a dream about God last night I've been reading all of the things that God's been doing all over the world we need a zeal that's fresh and new in your current level of experiences living in the reverential fear of the Lord is key to ascension which means always student always awe always learning and coming to the knowledge of the truth not just learning and never coming into the knowledge of the truth as those whose ears are stopped up with pride but those that are hearing the spirit and the bride say come and drink the wine of the heavenly garden of Eden (laughs) it's being poured out from the heavenlies and there is a path of the best wine for the last generation a generation predestined and foreordained to overcome death 
Samael. <laughs> and all the realms of his power, all the rings of his power, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Twin Towers, because you know he's got warlocks down here, called Wizardry. They were once white, Saruman the Wise, now it's Saruman the Grey. I am Gandalf the White, or what Saruman should have been. It is written. Where? In the Torah of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so you can see people out there are so serious tonight, they have their notepads out, and then all of a sudden, oh, I can be lighthearted. Yes, you must be. You gotta stay lighthearted, you gotta stay in the eye, you gotta stay a student. It's just living in childlike awe of who your Heavenly Father is. And the real key is who the Word is. Because one thing, if you haven't noticed, the religious demons down here in the earth, they want to callous your hearts to the awesomeness of the written Word. Oh my goodness, people. You know, someone that stays on fire for God is someone that lives in awe of the written Word, Jesus Christ, the Logos, or the New Torah, the New Testament. Old Testament, Moses, New Testament, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and you really need them both, but you'd be just fine with Jesus Christ. But if you want to go any deeper, you go into the prophets and Moses, and then you really understand some deep, deep, amazing, ancient of days, wisdom of the ages, and it will be made plain to you. So, grace and truth come through Jesus Christ. Okay, we got Jesus Christ, we love Him, now we're going to live in a greater awe of Him as we dive deeper into the Word of God that created the heavens and the earth. Now, the greatest mysteries, the greatest wine, is the revealing of the Word of God for the last generation. And this is what's been just completely blasting me lately, and I'm going to say it again, because this word will unravel and be a greater gemstone, a greater sapphire in your spiritual ephod, a greater sapphire in your soul ephod, a greater sapphire in your flesh ephod of your celestial bodies. 1 Corinthians 15, 40 through 42 in the Amplified Classic says, There are heavenly bodies, sun, moon, and stars. And there are earthly bodies, men, animals, and plants. But the beauty and glory of the heavenly bodies is of one kind, while the beauty and glory of the earthly bodies is a different kind. The sun is glorious. Just say the sun is glorious. Oh my goodness. Now this is scripture here. You don't hear that every day in charismatic church. But it's the truth anyhow. The Apostle Paul says in the most accurate English translation, ever translated, which goes into the depths of the root meanings of each word called the Amplified Classic, which is all amplified previous to 2013, I believe. So I always recommend getting any amplified before 2015, I believe it is. In 2013, 2015, after that, they edited it and removed a lot of the celestial stuff from it. Because the scholars, influenced by demons, they always go after the stars. 
they always go after the cosmic heavenly angelic sphere which is the promised land of the new covenant that's why you have apocrypha that's why they removed the book of enoch that's why they removed all this stuff and just put it to the side and say that is really secondary and you should greatly question that stuff the reason why they did that is because the religious spirits often involved in the most scholarly Christians who translate the Bible don't want you discovering the cosmic heavenly angelic spheres beginning with the moon and then you have over here Mercury which is the planetary system of glory and over here you have Venus of the agape of the blood of his cross removing all the false love and the lust from Christians then you go into the Sun and the Sun burns you up and the Bible says the Sun s un of the s o n who created it yahweh Sevayat, jesus christ created the sun and is the sun's emanations of light and glory and is the very heat of the sun itself not as an inanimate idolatrous object in the sky but the very emanations of jesus christ creator and emanator of sun moon and stars that's why as i just read to you there is glory in the sun not just glory in the spirit we've had the glory of the spirit on earth you know that's true but a glory in the heavens we've been into the glory of the earthly which is a totally different glory if you read the bible here a different kind of glory first Corinthians 1540 there are heavenly bodies Sun moon stars there are earthly bodies men animals plants but the beauty and glory of the heavenly is of one kind but the beauty and glory of the earthly is a different kind of glory Apostle Paul says now in verse 41 it says the Sun is glorious in one way the moon is is glorious another way what is the way it's glorious its orbit its path Enoch talked about the path of the Sun and the path of the moon its way is its path truth anyhow and the stars that's a lot right there now you got to understand in ancient times they believed the planets were stars wise men followed stars you study that out it's Jupiter they believed planets were stars why because they had a light and emanation you could see them reflecting the light of the Sun you know that Jupiter is the furthest planet you can see by the light of the Sun I believe and we just discovered this week astronomers that there are 92 moons discovered they're open to discovering more too but they discovered 10 new moons on the planetary sphere of Jupiter this week in our solar system that's how little we know even of our own solar system guys we didn't even know how many moons we had on Jupiter come on now but of course we're down here on the earth we already know everything you know how people are I've already read the New Testament I I know everything there is to know I'm not teachable that's why you got to go up the mountain even the highest level technology that can see super far out in space hasn't seen everything and 
The reason why they haven't discovered those 10 moons is because they're tiny. 0.6 miles to 2 miles wide. They look like specks. So you need to amplify like a hundred million times greater than we've amplified looking into the fine detail of things orbiting that have paths around planets. Now we can look at Saturn and see we have 82 moons orbiting on paths around Saturn. We can look into Jupiter and see now there are 92 moons orbiting around Jupiter, which means as you focus into something, you will always discover more. When you look into the glory of the Word, you're going to find something new every time. Only if you're student and teachable and humble. Truthania, which means if you come before the Word of God every day, teachable like a student, like young children, you will discover much more of God than ever before. Rebecca says Jupiter is in Psalms 92. And she just looked it up and it's in the Amplified Classic. Loving kindness is Jupiter. Amen. <laughs> so, the sun is glorious in one way. The moon is glorious in another way. How is the moon glorious? Book of Enoch says, by their paths. The path of the sun is glorious. The path and the way of the moon is glorious. Now, if there's glory in the celestial and it's new to us, that's an ever-increasing glory in the path if you understand the orbit is through believers' hearts. This is where you get into Jesus at a much more powerful level as creator. Elohim. Yahweh Elohim. Genesis 1 realities. If you believe Jesus Christ is the creator, Yahweh Elohim, that means when you ask creator inside of you, you don't just have the earthly glories anymore of plants and of animals and of men and women and the three that are on the earth in agreement but are separated in the blood and the water that confirms Messiah's death. Amen. Which means you are not limited to natural glories. You're not limited to Holy Spirit on earth glory. That's been the cap of the church age, people. That's where we capped out in the previous glory stream generation of all the prophetic and apostolic of all of them, the best of the best of the best that you watch on God TV every day. You need to honor them because without them, we wouldn't be here. They helped us along the way big time, didn't they? So they'll always have rewards no matter how high we go. We build upon the previous obedience to the Holy Ghost. How many all know in this generation, the Holy Ghost is taking you from the earthly into the heavenly? Now, if you read the Bible, this is in 1 John, was it chapter 5? We read it earlier on Rebecca's broadcast. It says that the Spirit and the blood and the water on earth, but the Word and the Spirit and the Father are in heaven. But it's the Spirit that connects you from earth to heaven in the Scripture. 
So it's going up in the Spirit from the glories of the earthly by the Holy Ghost, which if you read Paul's writings, is the obedience to the new covenant. Those who obey the Spirit of truth fulfill all Torah is exactly what's written, or all the law. All the law of Moses is fulfilled in obedience to the Holy Ghost. You can't go up as Christians except by the Holy Spirit. You can go up as non-Christians through Moses, can't you? You can go up through other means and become thieves and robbers, You read about Jesus rebuking those types of people all over the place in the New Testament. Sorcerers. But through Jesus Christ, the Bible says, you can only step on the moon, Mercury, Venus, and the sun through the Holy Spirit leading your life. So you have to be obedient to the works and the acts of the Holy Spirit. How shall you ascend? One way. The Spirit of Truth connects for Christians the earthly to the heavenly. So the Holy Ghost is trying to get you up. Up the mountain. Out of the earth into the heavens. Your issue is you need to know the Spirit so well that you can trust Him into daily unknown elevations upward and as much as you trust him is how high you will go into the sky and into the luminaries if you don't know the holy spirit of jesus christ and the earthly the only chance of becoming celestial is through sorcery and witchcraft truth in you so what you've had down here so far in the church age is mysticism mixed with witchcraft. But now, if you make the Holy Ghost your friend, how many of y'all know the Holy Ghost is God, perfect in every way, equal to the Father, equal to the Lamb? I will send the paraclete, the one called alongside to help you, and he shall lead you, Jesus Christ, red letters. If the Holy Ghost ain't leading you, and you don't know him to lead you, Closer than a brother is his nature. How are you going to go up into the heavenly places unless the Holy Spirit is closer to you than anyone else in the realm of the natural? Since your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, it's Him who consecrates you and makes you celestial bodies. So, in the earthly, my friends, You will be consecrated, set apart from sin, demons, lies, lust, fornication, nakedness, lewdness, drunkenness, witchcraft, sorcery, envy, strife, and all the pride of earthly knowledge. You get set apart from it by making your bodies consecrated to the yielding of the Holy Spirit of God. Anything in you that is contrary to the Holy Spirit rejects the heavenly calling. Stephen said to the earthly Sanhedrin that were not heavenly at all, he said, you always resist the Holy Spirit. Not me, not me. 
Good, I'm glad you say it's not you. And I believe you that there are many areas in your life you are yielded to the great Holy Ghost. The issue is now more. More. More of your heart. More of your clay. More of your mind, thoughts, emotions. Here's where we really miss it. Areas of rewards that we think we deserve by external obediences. Especially what I've noticed in ministry the last 20 years is in finances. I have tithed. I have given. I have even sown into Shadrach's new PA system in Nairobi, Kenya, in Arlem, Africa. Thank you for doing so. Thank you. The Lord bless you as you've remembered the poor in Jesus' name. It's a wonderful blessing. Angels, they actually look upon how you're spending your money. That's what the Bible says in the book of Acts. They looked upon Cornelius's house and saw his extravagant offerings and the angels took notice and went and shook up Apostle Peter. If you read the Bible, that's what happened. They were looking at how the money was spent in the region. Okay, Think angel, see angel for a while, watchers, and how people were spending their money. The ones that were pleasing God financially got the apostolic glory. <laughs> the ones that were disobedient financially, that were not pleasing God with money, did not have the angel, and they did not have the apostle. So, since that's written in scripture, that's how you catch their attention. Your stewardship and your management. Not in, I'm praying for you, and not in, oh, God bless you. But the Bible says how you actually spend your money. Do you consider your money belonging to God? Do you consider your money as a fragrant offering? You can feel that you're stepping on some toes tonight, making people uncomfortable out here. I'm doing everything I can. Listen, man, I need you to go into the angelic. I need you to go into the book of Acts and make it three-dimensional in your brains right now by the new wine. And the new wine upon your mind is going to help you see into the word. When you hear the word, it's an opportunity to dive into the depths of God and get programming from the Father in His ways and in His acts and in His angels and in His light and in His glory, in His emanations. All these upgrades from here on out, guys, only come through Scripture manifest in light. God is creator of heaven and earth. Going into the Word that created the heavens is what will magnify the word in your brains between your ears until smoke starts coming up blood fire billows of smoke which is your brains burning experiencing the word in a new fresh challenging way the challenge is because there's stuff pulling on our souls our spirits and our flesh in the wrong direction that's why there will be a burnt offering tonight if i don't offer our spirit soul and flesh to my father in heaven through jesus christ as a burning sacrifice of the burning of the Holy Spirit, then I'm no priest of the new covenant whatsoever. It's just carnality. It's just false Christianity. It's just speaking words with no power, no glory, no fire in them. 
but because these words are to bring God pleasure. We are the servants of God and the priests of God Most High, the Melchizedek Order, the New Covenant Priesthood. We have learned how to please and pleasure God through burnt offerings, which means this only happens when there is a sacrifice pleasing and acceptable to Him, which means flesh, blood, brain matter, heart, four chambers, bowels, bones, marrow, word of God, sacrificial sword, Hebrews 4.12, able to separate bone and marrow, soul and spirit, and judge thoughts and intentions inside souls, in the heart, and get the heart so judged and cleansed inside that soul you're in right now, <laughs> so that your heart can be outside your soul. Happy Valentine's Day, Jesus. We're bringing a remnant out of their soul by the heart crucified in the Word of God. You understand that's what the sacrificial high priest dagger does? Every priest had a knife. Right? You read the Bible? Guys, they cut up animals constantly. You're the animal getting cut up by the New Covenant Word, by New Torah. Get the beast off your forehead. I don't have the mark. It's a microchip from Elon Musk or some kind of... Listen, man. You won't have any of that weird stuff touch you, but your paranoia and your fear will create your judgment. It is written. So if you don't get revelation, the dead letter is what kills you. Your fear will come upon you unless you get the fear out by the perfect love, which is the interpretation of God the Father's Word. Which means if you interpret New Testament any other way than how Father God does, you're cursed. A dead letter kills. New Covenant. That's New Testament, guys. Which means you have to go deeper than surface level scripture of New Testament, New Torah. Which means you need rabbis illuminating, which rabbi means what? Teacher. Teacher. Doesn't mean you're getting into Jewish Levitical law. It means you're getting into actual cosmic teaching of righteousness that emanates the Shekinah of the Word, which means you interpret rightly the Word of Truth, rightly dividing asunder the Scriptures. And it's not some sealed up, locked up Word in Satan in you, hearing but never understanding, and just dull for years, and I just don't get it, because you're demon-possessed, obviously. Because the demons in you are more important to please than Father God. And that's why they're ever hearing, but never understanding. You know that's the truth anyhow. You need to learn how to please Father God against your own convenience, against your own will, against your own satisfaction, pleasure, against everything you think, believe, and taste, and drink, and feel, and senses, your five senses have to be offered as burnt offerings in your head and in your hands. Otherwise, there's no interpretation of the New Testament that could ever please the Father. Which means, what pleases the Father? The revealing of the Word of God, the revelation of Jesus Christ. What's the last book of the Bible? You manifesting the Word of God in you, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. The Word of God's name is King of Kings, Lord of Lords. If you want to ride in that army with Him on white horses, 
the Word of God has to be emanated out of your spirit through your whole soul and all your flesh and bones and marrow constantly, not one time, continually, out of your belly shall flow rivers of glory. But of this he spoke of the interpretation of new Torah for those who believe. John 7:38, BBB, which is whatever you want to believe, it's the truth anyhow. Amen. How deep in the Shekinah do you want to go in this generation? We're going to go all the way into understanding Moses and the Lamb on the moon and on Mercury and on Venus and in and upon the sun and higher than that until all the overcomers angelic spheres are under the control and manifestation of the sons of God now Jesus was in these realms all the Old Testament prophesied of Creator when Yahweh Seveat Lord of angel armies would come to earth and reveal himself through flesh like yours except without demons and evil spirits and darkness and shadows of turning and all the carnality of DNA that's really what needs to be burned up today for the an angelic Shekinah likeness of the stars and their hosts why did Jesus reveal a completely different interpretation of Torah than the teachers of the law and the scribes and the Pharisees because he was in a completely different realm now he came in the limitations of flesh just like you so everyone is without excuse so that we could go into the heavens and teach as he taught and become teachers of the heavenly word where the word is according to first John which is not on earth which means there is no interpretation of Old Testament which he explained and New Testament which he is in his body except you be in the heavens Jesus is only interpreted above the Sun which means your interpretation of Jesus and the New Testament under the Sun is error let's just say it error now a first John says that there are three on earth the blood the spirit and the water so following the Holy Spirit saying children staying students is how you get above the Sun and once you're above the Sun what does the Bible say you're in the Word that's what Apostle John says above the Sun in the heavens there are three that are one the Word it's not Jesus it's the Word there because Jesus is the Word but it's written Word which means there's only the ability to teach and understand Logos and Torah if you are above the Sun why because that's the only place the Word is the the living Word Jesus the Word is above the Sun he ascended to the Father if you are under the Sun what's killing you is all the things you think you know about the Word where the Word is not it's all religion guys it's all religion you're filled with religion be emptied and burnt out of religion mark of the beast is being religion religious 
be burnt out in your foreheads from the beast that utters blasphemy, which is the word on earth. The word ain't on earth. The spirit's on earth. You disobey the spirit. You harden your hearts to the spirit. You don't follow the spirit. You follow Bible apart from the spirit, which is rebellion, the sin of witchcraft. The reason why y'all struggle is because you got yourselves into the word on earth, which is the demon's interpretation of the New Testament, and that's why you're totally screwed up. And some way more than others. I mean, there's some people down here that are like Saul of Tarsus, that are going around so self-justified, so proud and arrogant in their New Testament interpretation that they just kill everyone they come in contact with as know-it-alls. The Bible says you know nothing at all and you're a total liar and a murderer by having a Bible interpretation in the earthly, you are actually Antichrist. Truth in Antichrist. Now, if you get into the Holy Ghost and the blood and the water, you become clay in the potter's hands to be built up into the realm the Word is, which is in the Son and above the Son where the Word is with the Father. Now you are learning, as it is written, they shall all be taught of God. Now the Father begins to unravel the Old Testament and the New Testament through Jesus Christ, blood and water, in the heavenly realms, the light and the emanations and the Shekinahs, the glories of his word that created the heavens and the earth. So then you can understand Solomon teaching on ants because there's a glory of earthly bodies, men, animals, or you could say insects. The glory of the conies, which sounds like a deli sandwich or something. It's actually a little critter that hides in a rock in a cliff. I had to look that up because we don't use that word anymore. But there are conies, little creatures in you right now, hiding under rocks. And they, they come out like prairie dogs. It's like, is it my turn to die? Yes. It's your time to die tonight, coney. Come out, come out, all of you, and burn up in the light of new Torah. For the sun is shining in the correct interpretation of the New Testament, which is the sun. <laughs> the correct interpretation of New Torah, just like Old Torah, can only be in the full emanation of the Shekinah of Tiferet, or Arjaris and Tamas, the light of the sun. This is the way and the glory of the sun. This is the moon and the way and the glory of the moon, and this is the stars and their glory and their own distinctive ways and so we get into the glory of the celestial because we've maxed out the glory of the terrestrial if there was more glory in the terrestrial we would not be pioneering that you know that we would be handed the baton of the previous generation of prophets and we'd be pioneering still the glory of the terrestrial because the Bible says first in the natural, then in the spiritual. But since this is 2,000 years after we were given the New Testament, the New Torah, we're not pioneering or leading the advancement of the terrestrial glory. That, my friends, is finished. Jesus said it is finished. That's finished. It's finished in last generation. 
this generation is starting in the celestial glory which will go on another thousand years truth anyhow the sun is glorious in one way the moon is glorious in another way and the stars plural are glorious just say the stars are glorious not scripture it's not some kind of zoastrianism <laughs> that's not some kind of wickedness of the warlock that's not light working of the new age that's bible guys i want you to understand that belongs to christianity alone and everyone else is a lying thief that's right. <laughs> jesus said anyone that got into these realms of sun glory moon glory and star glory other than through him are thieves and robbers so what you're dealing with and a lot of it is because the christians immaturity but we're not gonna point fingers because you've never been taught this stuff before so there's no accountability how you react to cosmic glories of sun moon and stars will determine if you're guilty or innocent those that reject it they'll just fade in the glory of the terrestrial those that receive it they'll go further than all previous generations of Christians combined. They'll walk straight up upon the moon into the sun through the path of the angels and the path of lightnings and the way of the stars and the glory of the stars and they will learn and understand all the revelations of Enoch and become the righteous generation of brother Enoch in this generation. So we've talked a lot about those that reject it but now we are manifesting those who accept it so there is a a natural and a spiritual the natural the rejecting of it is accursed anathema but those that accept it the spiritual they can understand what the spirit says to the churches who can come and drink a greater wine a greater water a greater word than what they've been previously taught it's from the same source the word of god what's greater about it is the understanding that grows according to proverbs 9 1. wisdom builds seven pillars that constantly are built up in wisdom upon every age which is why the bible calls the building of wisdom the wisdom of ages what age is your building of wisdom where is your wisdom what measure have you allowed the word of god to be built up in you are you even yielding to the word growing in you are you just sitting out here resisting the word and trying to figure it out in your carnal senses (laughs) are we just out here in our soul trying to just figure it all out or are we clay in the potter's hands we have soil you think the soil is like what kind of seed is that i don't understand the seed the soil receives the seed the issue is if there's stones there of carnal religiosity and stubborn pride you'll have to figure out the seed before you let it into the soil if you do that you only get the devil's seed in you you know that you only get satan's words satan's interpretation of the new testament is mostly what you have down here because of hard hearts 
Which means I have to figure it all out before I allow it to go into my spirit. You should have your spirit so alive in the fire of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit is your protector and guard. If you're still guarding and protecting yourself, that means you don't know the Holy Spirit, who's the only part of the Trinity on earth. Which means you, you're godless. You don't know God. Jesus is only in the earthly by the seven spirits of God, Revelation 5, 6. Your relationship with the seven spirits of God in your spirit is the only protection and guard you have. And if you're guarding and protecting yourself, except by the Holy Spirit, you're hard-hearted. You've hardened your heart and God can't enter your hearts to bear forth the fruit of his word, which is the seed of the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven only enters you in the earthly as seed form. Seed. He gives seed to the sower. So, I know this is where about 99% of you at because I can just feel it and see it all out here. I'm in just total visionating mode of the seer anointing. You will only allow God's good word, the celestial word, the Father's word. The Father and His word are in heaven. The heavenly word, the daily bread from above, from above the sun. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights, lights in whom there is no shadows, no darkness, no variations, no repentance. He never changes. It's a perfect word all the time. That's your Father in heaven. The issue is, can you allow the perfect word to go into your spirit or is it just caught up in your soul so that you have some kind of knowledge and control, you have some new ability to use against others down here to beat each other up with sticks. I know more than you. I'm better than you. This is what I learned today in school. You know, that's how they reacted to the teachings of Jesus. I'm going to sit on your right side. I'm going to sit on your left side in the kingdom of heaven. I'm going to be the best because I'm the best student down here of the words of Jesus Christ, whom I believe is Messiah. So in the earthly, you have this thing called technon, which means infants or spoiled brats. Truth in you. Everyone in their infancy is a total spoiled brat. Don't even sit there and say there's good infants in Christ. What's infant about you in Christ is that every part of you except for the seed is totally demonic, totally wicked, totally wretched and religious and prideful and lustful. There is nothing good growing in you except the seed of Jesus and it only grows when the Holy Ghost breathes upon it and you use that seed for the Spirit of God. Trozania. To get out of the earthly is to be a steward of the word you have received from God into the heavenly. To ascend is a clean heart, a pure heart, clean hands, and no self-promotion by the things you've received from God working in your soul that you can use to put yourself up. So the Antichrist is those who build themselves up, those who lift themselves up. Those whose selves are still there after receiving the word of fire. That's a person who does not trust God, who does not obey God, who does not love God. They'll be lovers of self. So they'll use everything from God for their own souls. 
instead of offering their souls as an offering to Torah and the Shekinah emanating in a greater glory through the burnt sacrifice of the mark of the beast in their carnal foreheads as technon infants in Christ, they'll use all the mature things for God for their own soul. That's why when you get around actual maturity, like Red Letter Ministries last 17 years, you see total betrayal continuously because they're using the higher things of God for self. Hello? Truth anyhow. So the issue is stay crucified, my friends. Stay annihilated on the cross of his blood because if you don't die with him daily, everything you get from it from him will be turned sour into selfishness. So you cannot be his disciples unless you pick up your crosses and follow him and die with him, Jesus Christ Red Letters, every day. Every day. At any point, do the things of God be for self and soul, you go apostate. Anyone who turns back, what is turning back? Leaving the cross and living for self. Jesus Christ said, they are not worthy of me. Which means they're no longer in the kingdom. They're no longer disciples. They're no longer Christians. They're apostate, selfish, soulish people that have used the things that have come down from God, not for God, for the Holy Spirit to lift them up, but for themselves and for their families and for their businesses and for their ministries. The Apostle Paul said in his day, most of the ministries now in Asia Minor have only self-interest in mind and Apostle Paul says, I have Christ's interests in mind, and very few are like me who are ministers for Jesus Christ's interests. And he equated having Jesus Christ's interests in mind as being crucified with Christ and no longer living. So the simplicity of this is using the higher things with bigger crosses. So it's now more for the Father and way less for me or any kind of human identity, culture, male, female, Hebrew, Greek, or any of it. Or even your own bank account or your own personal successes or even your own personal purities. Purities. For the purity of the Lamb. It becomes an obsession for Him and self gets progressively erased until you can't think a thought unless it be for Jesus and it be more perfect. Truth anyhow. So the higher paths are the purer hearts and the purer minds. So that every thought that passes through you is like the angels. This will be fun to please God with. That's the only way the holy, innocent, childlike angels of God think. Do you understand that? They can't think a selfish thought. It's not possible. They can't think a negative thought. They can't even do a negative thing. They still learn their jobs in glory and perfection, but they never sin and they have no grid for sin. These are the realms of the angels you are rising up into so that you can't think or do anything wrong except being totally obsessed with your Father's glory and for His fame and for His name, which is Yahweh Seveyat. That's the name of the Father written and inscribed on your foreheads as being sealed as overcomers. You have the name of the Lamb, Jesus Christ. You have the name of where the Lamb of God's throne is, heavenly Jerusalem, not earthly Jerusalem, heavenly Jerusalem, which is the celestial kingdom and above. And you'll have the name 
of the Father. Book of Revelation four times it is written. Yahweh Seveat, which is Father and Lord of Spirits. Father of Spirits. Growing up all the spirits. Truth anyhow. Growing up all the spirits in the whole kingdom. That's his name. Now, I don't know how much you guys know about angels, but they have a creation like you. They do. Angels are created, and God, through his light, does raise them up in heaven. Michael wasn't always the same as he is today. He had experiences with God, obedience to God, flowing with God, learning all about his God, the God of Archangel Michael, to make him the greatest warring chief of angel armies today. It's the same for you and your spirit in experiencing and encountering God. That's how the name of the Father is inscribed upon your spirit, upon your soul, and upon your flesh progressively. What does it mean? Knowing your God and His ability progressively through obedience to His Spirit. Higher realms to His Word. Higher realms to His angels. That is the path that shines ever brighter until the full dawn of day. The path of righteousness. The upright path for upright hearts that love his ways more than their own. So we have mixture, don't we? We have a mixture of our ways, especially a correction of behavior. We're down here. We're learning the ways of God. We're students of the New Testament. We're students of Apostle Paul, Peter, John. We're in the New Testament. We lift our hands and praise and worship into the glory cloud. The kingdom of heaven is within us and the kingdom of heaven is all around us. And so we're learning all these things every day about God. The issue is, what are we doing with them while we're learning about them? The Bible says those who know their God will do great works. And the righteous acts of the saints are the works of the saints in their flesh in their soul and in their spirit in the glory amen so here's the issue right now god is going to train you first in the earthly if you have a seared conscience you have the blood if you're defiled from pornography or sexual morality or fornication and lust and all the sins of the earth and the animal and the temptations of demons, you have the water to wash you. You have the blood to wash you. Stay clean, stay washed. Now repent, return to the Spirit, and rise above the manure of men and women's sins. And the Spirit will shine through your hearts and through your minds in a greater light as you learn to obey the law of the new covenant, which is following the Holy Spirit. You have to learn how to follow the Holy Spirit. Your intimacy and closeness to Jesus in the terrestrial is only according to your obedience to the Holy Ghost. 
So anyone who's not best friends with the Holy Ghost on here that has a human as a best friend is totally lost. First and foremost, the requirement is the Holy Ghost be your closest and bestest friend intimately. And as you learn from the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost will send angels to you down below, so you're, you're in the earthly, there's glories of the earthly, there's the glories of the human, the glories of the plants, and the glories of the animals, and so you get into the earthly glory. You start in the earthly. You do. And you will go up into the heavenly, into the glory of the moon, into the glory of the sun, into the glory of the stars. And so you will go from glory to glory if you stay a student and obedient to whatever the Holy Ghost is doing. And we've been doing this a long time. The Holy Ghost is always challenging your comfort zones. He's always challenging the areas where you're lazy. He's always challenging the areas where you're sinful, where you hide in lust or in religion or in just you. And it's not him. It's just you. It's just your character and your personality. We want the Holy Spirit's character. We want the Holy Spirit's personality. Without it, we just have the human glory in the charismatic church of the USA and there's some glory there don't isn't there? there's human glory there's human glory signs and wonders there's human glory gold dust and angel feathers there's all the terrestrial glories the bible talks about them as glories what god the father needs from you in this generation to fulfill your destinies is to go up into the glories of the moon and the way and the path of the glories of the moon inside you god cosmic inside minded the stars are glorious in their own distinctive way for one star differs from and surpasses another in its beauty and brilliance so it is verse 42 first corinthians 15 so it is with the resurrection of the dead the body is sown perishable Notice, in order to go and be resurrected into the celestial, your flesh in the glory of the terrestrial is sown perishable, which means completely dying to the glory of the terrestrial is the prerequisite to living to the glory of the celestial. This is where you lose 95% of Christians who have been disciples in the terrestrial, in the glory of the terrestrial. You understand that? This is how Apostle Paul is training his Corinthian church in the year 2023 right now at the sound of my voice from the cloud of witnesses to get into the heavenly glories and fulfill your apostolic destinies. And all your destinies are apostolic because all your destinies are in the cosmos. Truth anyhow. You do not have a destiny scroll that limits you to the glories of the human. It don't exist. That's deception. Your destiny is in the resurrection of the dead. Verse 42. The body sown perishable in decay, but the body resurrected is imperishable, immune to decay and immortal. Let's just say immortal. Immortal. Immortal, which means 
if you take all of the charismatic glories you've had down here in the terrestrial and you begin to sow them for the celestial, you will inherit immortality. It is highly costable, highly costly. Truth anyhow, it is very, very expensive because it means the best of the best of the earthly is what must be sown for the very beginning of the heavenly. The worst of the worst of the heavenly requires the best of the best of the earthly. It's exactly the right teaching and interpretation of the resurrection of the dead. Why do so few resurrect into the glory of the moon and the sun and the stars? In fact, it's never happened before. It hasn't happened before. I think Paul had some people going up and experiencing celestial bodies, and I believe there were teachings outside of what is written in the New Testament. Obviously, we know Paul wrote many other letters, and Paul would have said stuff that he did not write down. The stuff we have written down, there are realms that Paul talks about that are considered the most fringe things in Christianity possible. Especially if you study what is actually written in the Amplified Classic that's deeper than any other English translation. Because it goes into spheres, cosmos, angelic realms, beyond any description of any translation we currently have. It's deeper. Now, if it's that deep in understanding what he wrote, you need to understand there are things he taught and explained and expounded upon that are far beyond what is written. Truth anyhow. Here's how we know it. The Corinthian church had said they had begun to reign. Now, where did that teaching come from that they were so cosmic above that they'd begun to reign? Now, they're infants in Christ, and he shoots them down real quick because they weren't operating in celestial glory. They were still terrestrial pretenders. Now, that's that we know. He says, goes, Paul and Barnabas would come under your great celestial ruling as kings if you actually are kings of the cosmos, lord of the rings, king of the heavenly spheres, ruling planetary systems and abilities with celestial flesh. If they actually had possessed those realms, Paul was wetting their appetite and they went into it by mere knowledge through pride and temptation without paying the price of becoming disciples and maxing out the terrestrial glory first. Which means, until the terrestrial is glorified, there's no lifting up and the sowing of the terrestrial glory for the celestial glory. What they had skipped is what all lazy bums tried to do around here, and this is the temptation for every technon in Christ, is skip all the technon maxing out of Bob Jones, Bobby Connor, Bill Johnson, Morningstar, and all of the previous generation, Kansas City prophets, and all the wisdom of the ages and the apostles and prophets before you, and this jumping, I'm a son of God. I'm a son of God. And you've seen that blasphemy thousands and hundreds of thousands of times in this generation. It's the same sin of the Corinthians pretending to be cosmic sons without first maxing out terrestrial sons, the glory of the human, the glory of the animal, and the glory of the plants. Truths anyhow, first on the natural, 
then in the spiritual, or first in the earthly, then in the heavenly. Amen. So what all y'all need to do is grow in the obedience of the glory right where you're at. That doesn't mean you can't listen to the teachings of the cosmic spheres. That means that will actually lift you up to sow the earthly glory. It will accelerate either obedience or disobedience. And you know it's been mostly disobedience if you've been watching. It's not mostly obedience because the cost is so high for the celestial, people are not willing to die that high to walk in it through the sheep gate legitimately in obedience to the new covenant commandment of the Holy Ghost. They get into envy, strife, competition, greed, tons of jealousy everywhere, comparisons, major comparisons, comparing themselves to the apostles, comparing themselves to the celestial bodies. What did Jude and Peter say? Slandering celestial and cosmic bodies. They begin to say, just because I heard all this stuff, now I have it. I don't have to ever submit to another man. That person's a man like me. What makes you so good? What makes that person so good is that they're hollowed out on the inside by constant obedience to the spirit of holiness that have sown the glory of the terrestrial and begin to walk in the glory of the celestial and you're just hearing about it today. And 99% of you haven't even begun sowing the terrestrial. And you're stingy in the terrestrial. And you withhold in the terrestrial. Count the cost before you go to war, buckwheat. Truth in you. And we ain't mad at you. We just don't want you delusional thinking you can come into the moon, the glory of the moon, the glory of the sun, the glory of Mercury, the glory of Venus, and the glory of the true overcomers, spheres and abilities of the overcomers of Revelation 2 and 3. These nine rings and these nine planetary spheres and abilities given to us in our royal ephods as a royal priesthood and you're just going to jump up into the high priesthood in the heavenly realm and you haven't even sown your earthly realm and you're still self-focused. Now this is what you need to deal with. So what you know so that you can really grow. Be obedient in the little you have now. And if you're faithful in that measure, you will get more in the terrestrial glory. I'm not going to lie to you guys and say, oh, you're just going to run up Jacob's ladder. And next thing you know, it's like the nations are going to bow down to you guys. Because you're standing on the sun like an angel. That's not how it works. You have to first sow and reap in the terrestrial, in the glory of the animal and the glory of the beast written on your forehead written on your hand which means you can't sow your hand and your mind in a carnal state of carnal christianity you will never in 10 trillion years do it angelically in the celestial sphere which means if you are reluctant givers under compulsion you haven't even learned the glory of the plant you haven't even learned the glory of the animal let alone the glory of the human being truth anyhow so we don't need people deceived thinking more highly of themselves than they ought. We need you accurate and sharp. Where you are at in your current measure of faith. Little faith, mostly just flesh. Great faith. The archangels can live inside your temple as if God the Father's in there. Truth in you. Can Michael pop in your body and just rest like he can inside God the Father in the third heaven around his throne? 
You're used to demon possession. What happens when a holy angel wants to infuse you with might? What, what do you think those vials and the wings, what do they carry? It carries them from God. Gabriel came down from God and it was a mixture of God through the angel Gabriel inside Mary. An angel and break No, Holy Spirit used an angel to bring the message, but the angels have an inheritance in it. Because it wasn't just the Holy Spirit. If you read the Bible, it was also angels every single time. So if you just go, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, like this charismatic church does, and some of them get into the angels, no doubt about it, but you need an understanding of the cosmic and the paths of the angels, otherwise you'll be inaccurate. The path of the angels is the path of the sun and the moon and the stars. Truth anyhow. It's written in Enoch. It's exactly what it says. This path oftentimes is right through the planetary systems, right through the stars. How do they get so fast, like Gabriel, I stand before the presence of God, and now he's not before the presence of God. He's in the presence of a 14-year-old girl in Israel. Right? In the Bible. So he's up here, now he's down here. How did he go from up here to down here? You will see angels ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Which means you're going to have to understand how they get here, people. It is through the moon and the sun and the stars. There's a path of angels of how they get from third heaven through second heaven to first heaven, earth. The planet you walk on. And if you want to go up to God, you will have to go up to God through second heaven and third heaven. You can't just skip it. The path of angels is set in Genesis 1 before the fall of angels. So just because they fell doesn't mean that's not where we go. I have been through this, this path. I have walked through this path. I have flown through this path. I have gone through it as a seer prophet. It's the same for you and me as it is for all the holy, innocent angels. It's the same for Uriel, Gabriel, Raphael, and Michael as it is for your new creature in Christ rising right through your diaphragm, right through your spiritual stomachs. As you rise, you will learn this path. That's how you know, and it's not just a guessing game. Because you're a real spirit that has a real soul that lives in a real body in a real world. And now you're going to learn how to get real as God's real in all of his glory through the blood and the water and the spirit on earth, sowing and reaping obedience to the spirit and all the earthly. As you go from glory to glory in the earthly, it'll be more until you have the heavenly. And once you're in the heavenly, it's a different glory altogether. There are heavenly bodies, sun, moon, and stars. And there are earthly bodies, men, animals, and plants. But the beauty and glory of the heavenly is of one kind, while the beauty and the glory of the earthly is a different kind. All kinds of of glories earthly faithful in the earthly Jesus Christ said in the red letters then I will give you an entrustment with the heavenly if you are a good steward with the blood and the water and the spirit and anything the angels come and give you in the earthly you get promoted 
If you get selfish, you just go right into the enemy. If you get conceited and prideful and puffed up and all the things that come from God, people do this with spouses, people do this with children. Children are a gift from God and you just never see them grow after their kids. Now they're just consumed with their children. You need to take everything you have and continue growing. This is an exodus upward. If you ever stop going up with what comes from God, you forfeit your destinies, guys. That's why God doesn't give people a lot of stuff because they just get weird with it. They get idolatrous with the things that have come down from God. You could have no idolatry, no Klingons, nothing you're clinging to. I don't care how many prophetic words you have. I don't care if Bob Jones came down looking like a cherubim and you have written on tablets of stone by lightning bolts. If you don't rise higher, you are forfeiting everything. We go from glory to glory until we're living inside the city of our father, heavenly Jerusalem. And there's no difference in the brightness of our spirit, soul, and flesh than the brightness of Jesus Christ, the exact outraying brightness of God the Father. Hebrews 1.3. Amen. Which means there is so much more glory, but it requires all of you in the earthly to be faithful in the measure of glory you have now to do what, Apostle Paul? To do what? To be sown as perishable. To be sown. What does the song go that we sing in the charismatic church? I will climb this mountain with my hands wide open. I will climb Mount Zion. I will climb the mountain of the Holy Spirit from the terrestrial into the celestial through the moon Mercury, Venus, into the sun. Once you're clothed in the sun, the teaching and the revelation, you realize the humility has burnt up a lot of your pride. There's still be pride in you. You'd still be prideful. Even in the sun, a righteous man is barely saved, it is written. So even when you get into the sun of righteousness, there will be tons of pride being dealt with, but there will be a measure of lamb-like humility when you're clothed in the sun that you can learn things at a much higher level from angels and from men and women of great wisdom. So this needs to be the aim and the goal of all Christians everywhere. The wedding garments of the lamb in the bridegroom's chambers of the sun, which means all the things of the terrestrial sown whatever it takes to get clothed in the sun. And you'll be tested on every molecule element of your spirit, soul, and flesh. You'll be deceived in every area of your entire life, I tell you the truth, until the sun becomes your head covering. There is actually very little light and knowledge and intelligence operating in your brain. It's almost all exclusively the glory of the animal. And there's a glory there, so there's a lot of deception there and there's a lot of pride there. There's a light in the animal. That's what the Bible says. There's a light in the human, a light in the plant. And there's a light in the beast. There's a light in the bird. There's a light, a glory in the animal. The issue is, if you can sow those glories, you can get into angelic glories. It requires the lower glories maxed out and sown to get into the higher glories of the angels. 
This is how you live like Enoch with the angels at the ends of the earth all the time. In Jesus' name. That is God's will and destiny for all your souls. In Jesus' name. This is the price you pay. So, practically boiling it all down, what do you do? You make the Holy Ghost your best friend and any blockage there with any other thing in your first love gate, a boy, a girl, a spouse, giving and taking in marriage, days of Noah's arch enemy if you read the Bible. Doesn't mean you don't love your spouse. It just means don't have any other God besides him in your spirit, in your diaphragm, which means the focus of your life is growing in God. God will always have people you grow with, whether it be online in this community, being a proud member of RLM Global, something to be very proud of, the Lord told me yesterday, because they'll be known, those that walk with us, as David's mighty men. So there is always a company. Now, if you're in pride, you might resist that company, become lone rangers, but even your angels are there when you're in sin, in rebellion. You still have your angels. You're never alone. You cannot be alone. Even if you make your bed in hell, Psalms 134 says, Behold, he is there. The Lord is there. So even if you've isolated yourself in a frickin' hole five miles deep and you think you're alone, the Bible says you're not alone. But you need to come into the company. You need to come into the congregation. You need to come into the secret stairway in the sky. You need to come into the bridegroom's chambers of the sun. The company in the terrestrial is way overrated, but you'll need that as you develop the glories in the terrestrial. Amen. Now, as you develop the glories in the celestial, the company you keep in the sun is a fellowship likened unto Gabriel and Michael himself, likened unto Jesus and the Father himself in heaven, which means it's a fellowship, a comradeship, an understanding of companions and soldiers that have been fighting the good fight of faith that is beyond anything you can currently imagine under the sun. When you're in the sun, life begins. That's why you make the sun your promised land to live clothed in the sun. And until you're clothed in the sun, crowned in the sun, standing on the sun. And you will know because you have sown the terrestrial to gain the celestial. And you will go from glory to glory, from below to above, in obedience to the Spirit that's on earth and in heaven, the Holy Ghost. So you will know as you go. It'll be clear you'll grow in wisdom and confidence before God and His angels to speak the truth of God boldly and never back down to lies or demons or men or women or anything. You have walked the narrow walk, therefore you can talk the narrow talk with wisdom and power and authority in every word from God. Amen. And your words will have creative power. And your words will be like sharp shouts of the archangel. And your words will be like wisdom shouting from the high place to fools down below. And the ones that are full of arrogance, that don't want to sacrifice their earthly folly of the glory of the terrestrial, they'll harden their hearts and get worse. They'll go from bad to worse. But the ones that soften their hearts and be like, there is a higher way. 
wisdom's way. I will learn wisdom's way. I will get into the Proverbs of the Lamb of God and I will grow and develop seven spirits of God in my spirit to glorify this temple, to bring it up into the sun. The Bible tells you it lifts you up. The seven spirits of God sent out in to your earthen vessels. Now, if you're not God-inside-minded, it's never going to make it. You're bewitched. But once your seven spirits of God inside-minded the menorah of the light of the temple of the Holy Ghost, and you begin to know him through blazing rainbow Shekinah fire in the earthen vessel, you learn obedience to the seven torches burning in your bellies, burning and blazing in the flesh of your hearts, burning inside your brains. And the seven spirits of God will test you in all your inner man's thoughts and intentions and lift you up through purification, sanctification, consecration to God's throne in the sun. Then you'll come to a different checkpoint. Now that the seven spirits of God are perfect in you, you are at the door of Enoch. That's exactly what it will take, and anything less than that is madness. Anything less than that standard of absolute perfection, you will never even find the door. But you have the seven spirits of God, and He is the door from the earth to the heavens. That's what the Bible says. He's fully on earth, and He's fully in the heavens. So only through Him can you ever go up into the cosmic realms. He must be perfected in you. You all must be seven spirits of God inside-minded. And in the other mind in you, a burnt offering. A human mind is an abomination at these levels. An animal mind is an abomination. A plant mind is an abomination. The seven spirits of God's mind is the only consecration and the only thing that will ever lift you up into the heavenly way of Jesus Christ. Make the seven spirits of God the Lord of your inner man. And until there's rainbow smoke billowing out of the mountain of the Lord inside you, the other ways will be hidden from you. They will. You'll hear about them. They can whet your appetite to pay a greater price that you have not yet paid yet because of your carnality. But the seven spirits of God are the only way to be lifted up into the sun. They're the only way to be lifted up onto the moon. They're the only way to stand upon Mercury and Venus and deal with all the stolen glory of the plant, the animal, and man. And all the false love of Venus. The seven spirits of God is what deals with every last jot and tittle of lies of Satan and his angels and men and women in your hearts, in your minds, in your bones, in your marrow. The Holy Ghost is the truth, First John says. And you will know the truth, the Holy Spirit. And He is freedom. Amen. So when the Holy Ghost is all that consumes you in your bellies, in your appetites, in your senses, and your reasoning, then you are in a high place. 
you are in the maturity of Elijah, about to know a new name of Sandalphon, Cosmic Elijah, in a totally different sphere of ability, and you will become a baby in the new, even though you were the best in the old. And that's the price everyone pays to enter the heavenly cosmic sphere. In Jesus' name, I pray for everyone at the sound of my voice to pay that price of all the idolatry of the terrestrial, of the glories of human beings, and the glories of animals, and the glories of plants. And all that is in you would be given to the seven torches burning tonight even though it'll take years and years and years of constant obedience to the seven spirits of God. Years. This ain't an overnight microwave phenomena. You will be tested, tried, proved faithful to the Holy Ghost until you are nothing on the inside except Him. And when that's true with all of you, then you will be at the door of the bridegroom's chambers as wise virgins wise virgins some of you are further ahead than you think some of you are actually way further behind than you think all because of stubbornness and pride the issue is you allow the Holy Ghost to be your judge and you don't judge yourselves don't judge yourselves the spirit of truth is your judge Jesus Christ said he's the judge He's the judge of the terrestrial. And unless you let the Holy Ghost judge you in the terrestrial, you will never be cleansed by a righteous judgment into the celestial. You have one judge in the earth, the seven spirits of God. Woo! Let him judge you. Turn over every stone in you. Flip your mind upside down like a pancake. Boil you in oil like french fries. Burn up your personalities. Male, female, Hebrew, Greek, American, Kenyan, Russian, Norwegian, whatever. Let him burn it up to become entirely heavenly. These are the practical things that qualify you to go to the next degree of glory in the terrestrial under the sun into the moon these are the sacrifices everyone makes as they obey Yahweh Holy Ghost Amen and so the Holy Ghost will set you apart from the world the Holy Ghost will set you apart from the human the Holy Ghost will set you apart from the animals and the Holy Spirit will set you apart from the trees and the Holy Spirit will be your tree and the Holy Spirit will be your new nature and the Holy Spirit will fill your temple these are the prerequisites guys let me give you a language to sanctification to come out of Egypt the earthly it is all Holy Ghost you become Holy Ghost freaks Jesus ain't even down here his blood and waters down here Jesus the Bible says ain't on earth the Holy Ghost is you make the Holy Ghost everything inside those bodies and those bodies become temples of him without you in there 
and you ain't even in there. I don't want to know nothing about you except Christ and Him crucified, which means Holy Ghost possess your bodies. Holy Ghost possess your opinions, your thoughts, your cares, your attitudes, your parenting. Every aspect of your lives, your marriages, have to be Holy Ghost. Everything you do must be Him. These are the glories of the terrestrial, y'all. We don't even have that. But we're teaching you righteousness. That's why I have to say these things to you. Because if you hear the higher things of celestial glories and haven't paid terrestrial prices, you will all go astray. You will all become blasphemers because you've never paid the price in the terrestrial which is learning absolute obedience and faithfulness of these temples consecrated as temples of the Holy Ghost. Only when this temple is a perfect, perfect, not by your judgment, but by God the Father's judgment and His angels, the watchers. Only by the watchers' judgment, and they're watching. Even then, when the watchers judge, they'll need permission if God permits, Hebrews 6. Which means it's not enough for Michael to approve you. For Gabriel, Raphael, or your assigned guardian angels to approve you. That's not enough. The Bible says the Father has to look and see the whole vessel is entirely controlled by the seven spirits of God. Thoughts, emotions, feelings, businesses, ministries. You have to be perfect. And the Holy Ghost is perfect. So it's not hard. It's just totally yieldedness oneness inside hollowed out more hollowed out every single day through doing the works of the holy spirit which is the book of acts you do the book of acts first you'll do the book of enoch later right now all y'all do the book of acts then later on you'll do the book of enoch it's that simple and the holy ghost is the way and you can obey him in jesus name you can drink him you can drink his blood you can drink his water but don't be irreverent. It, there's not time <clears throat> to go around the mountain and drunk in glory mistakes again. You ain't going to make it. You will not survive if you make the same mistakes that we did in 2008 through 2018. That 10 years of learning the terrestrial, the blood, the water, and the spirit to be consecrated perfect to enter into the celestial glory by sowing the perfection of the terrestrial glory. You cannot make those mistakes. Those mistakes have already been pioneered out of the way, which means you must stay in the narrow way under the authority of the pioneers that are the apostles and prophets of your faith in this generation and stay obedient to the heavenly commandment that it won't be, it won't be hard. It's not that it's going to be impossible. It's going to be God and his angels and his spirit with blood and water. It's going to be glorious. It's not just going to be a pain in your butt. Oh, it's so hard. It's impossible. Just boot camp, boot camp, boot camp. It becomes, I'm walking in boots of burnished bronze. Boot camp turns into boots of burnished bronze. You begin walking and it's easy and light. It's only hard when you're totally filled with Satan and totally filled with selfishness and opinions about everything. That's the only time it's hard. As soon as you're hollowed out, the boot camp turns into awesome boots of fire, sun boots, moon boots, mercury boots, Venus boots, 
holy to the Lord. The walk gets easier and easier of angels ascending and descending upon you. You! It gets easier for you. Your walk gets easier as you're consecrated, made holy, set apart from you. And it's all Him in you, in the seven spirits of God. You've learned how to yield your vessel. And it's nothing human in your brain anymore. You just think angel all the time. You react like cherubim, seraphim, ophanim automatically at these levels because the Holy Ghost created all the angels. So your personality is angelic all the time, human zero ever. You will, every last drop of the terrestrial of trees, animals, and humans will be burnt out of you before you get to the sun gate, before you're even judged by the Father. Okay? So you're going to be transformed into totally, totally, totally different creatures. The new creature is raised up and is the only creature left in that body. And it's still the body of sin and decay. It's still a human body. It ain't a celestial body at all. It's a human body that's weak, that's tempted in all the same ways that you were before. But what's different is now the seven torches are burning. There ain't anything else in there. You ain't in there. You're underneath the Holy Ghost that's ruling that body with angel personality burning through your brains. Truth any, burning through your bones and your hands, which means you'll never do the same works. You'll never do the same acts. You'll never say the same things you used to say. It all transforms and transfigures along the way. Truth anyhow, you are transfigured and transformed along the way. And the way is only upward in Jesus' name. Walk in the way of the Lord. Walk in the way of the seven spirits of God. Let the seven spirits of God get bigger through your diaphragms and burn up your hearts and your minds and your bones and possess your organs and possess your bodies and carry you up into the heavens. By making the seven spirits of God your best friend, your master, your true Lord. And when he's Lord, then you come to the Son and begin to know, day one, Father as Lord. And it'll be a beginning all over again in the celestial glories. In Jesus' name, amen. We have reached our goal in Kenya. But you can continue to give because God is a God of the overflow. Shadrach wants to put a security system, Holy Ghost, a security system on all the new JBL equipment. It's actually, what's a palm reader? Fingerprint reading technology. <laughs> it's like FBI level entrance into the facility so that no damage ever happens again because we're literally buying the nicest equipment available in the whole nation so bless everyone that gave into the PA system you can continue to give there's always needs because we're always paying all the monthly utilities and all our facilities all over the planet uh, we have four people on staff all their food all their drink all their cars all the priesthood Red Letter Ministries, take it from glory to glory. Sign up to be partners. Tithe out of the increase of your businesses and houses to this ministry and be blessed as you partner with cosmic heavenly government 
in Jesus name amen Shaba
the room. 